Hello, mate, and welcome to Sweeney Todd's Barbara and Jason Statham <laughs> impersonation <laughs> emporium. <laughs> and how can I help you today? Hi, yes, I'd, I'd just like a little bit of a trim, please. Ah, oh, yes, I implore to give you the closest shave you've ever known. Oh, no, no, just, just, I only need, a, like, a little trim. The closest shave you've ever known. It's me catchphrase, it is, it is. Oh, oh and now you're, now you're jigging. Yeah, <laughs> do, do, do. You know how, how me old Sweeney Todd does. Old Benjamin Barker does a jig and then he slits your throat and makes you into pies. I do have one special on the menu I think you'll be particularly interested in. Is it a pie that's made of my wife? <laughs> no, it's fun fiction. <laughs> Sweetie Toad. Welcome to Fun Fiction, a show where two idiots ruin that thing you like, and it's a me, Italian barber Borat, Scotty Moore. And there's a there's a big black hole, a open pit in the world, and oh no, nope, that's just me. It's Megan Danger. Boy, Swinney spit some bars for that line, didn't he? Every other line, he speaks very slowly. But when it when he needs to talk about a hole in the world that's a great black pit, he's like, I'll fucking go hard in the paint. So we're talking Sweeney Todd this week, and uh, sure this could be added. This could be added to a series that I like to call the Oh no, I remember this being a lot better series, and that's where I'm currently at. We, we could also call it the, nah, this was pretty much just as bad as I always remembered it series. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was a fucking high school theater major where it's it's law for you to love Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, and I'll be honest, this is the most Tim Burton film that's ever existed. Because I feel like with with old Beach, with Pee-wee's Playhouse, with Batman, there were people there telling him to stop. <laughs> Tim? 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 <laughs> Pull it back a little bit, Tim. Don't do it. Tim, and Timmy? then Tim... <laughs> And then for this one, Tim was like, I have full control. Also, this is what I sound like, apparently. Okay. Did, did we just, did, did you just get broken last episode and Kano is just all you can do now? <laughs> I'm going to give Hug you the closest Ed. shave you've ever known. I'm Kano. <laughs> Hug me, Edward. Oh, Kane, I've got scissors for hands. I'm Kano. <laughs> This is a metaphor. <laughs> so I uh, I watched like clips because I, of course, had to figure out what song I wanted to put into my hit musical from Sweeney Todd. So I was going through and like watching the videos of the songs and I realized maybe it's just if you see it as a whole, it's better than it looks. And so before we started recording, I did realize, oh, it's an hour and Sweeney Todd's a two hour film. 
So I did watch Sweeney Todd on YouTube at two times speed. Holy shit. And you watched Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks do Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it was a fucking horror show because I love Johnny Depp to death, but he may rival our good boy Lin-Manuel Miranda for these talk singers what can't sing because holy shit, Johnny. Um... So this came out, what, this came out in 2007, so I was 17, and I have yeah. very visceral, I, I've only, I only saw it the once, but I still right. have visceral uh, recollection of being dragged to the theater uh, <laughs> by my friends, because uh, I was, this was not my scene at all. Like, I, I will not pretend to have been, like, above cringy shit um i mean yeah look, what the fuck am i doing here shut up uh anyway so yeah i'm not gonna sit here and be like i never liked things that were embarrassing but you know what i never liked this shit uh but i had friends that did and this was like this was I feel like just laser targeted towards like well, well like the goth little angsty theater kid things or or, oh, or, yeah. or horny Broadway moms. Uh, this was my descent into being what I like to consider a bad boy, <laughs> as I as I know I am because I was 16 or maybe 15 when this came no, out. You would have had you would have had to have been like 14 if I was 17. I was somewhere around there. All I know is I couldn't go to a R-rated film because you had to be over 17. <laughs> so this was the first film that Scotty Moore ever pirated cuz I had to see it baby. I had to see that good good gushy blood action. I I, I just love that you're like, "Ooh, sweetie, t- I'm a bad boy." <laughs> I'm a bad boy. I pirated Sweeney Todd. It's the same feeling I had when I bought tickets to see High School Musical 3 and instead snuck in to see Zack and Mary make a porno. But <laughs> at least that film's good. <laughs> There is no excuse here for this one. Do you know, there's a lot to get into, because I didn't even finish the film. I'm about an hour into it. But there's so much just from that, I literally filled out a full page of notes. Oh my god. Because the opening of this film... Because Tim Burton likes to have him a big old expansive opening where he takes you through all kinds of fun shit. This film ain't that... You want to see CGI meat come out of a CGI meat grinder while a CGI blood trail just goes all the fucking way around London where it's raining blood? Because, yes, I shop at Hot Topic. Let's fucking go. <laughs> there is definitely there's definitely a very specific time in like the early 2000s when either Johnny Depp or Tim Burton, or of course Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, did anything, like the CEO of Hot Topic just like came a little bit, just went like, oh God, <laughs> they're making a new movie. Oh yeah, I think that, ended, like I said, this is peak Tim Burton, because after this it was like, what was it called, Dark Shadows? Something like that. What was that. the one, 
where Johnny Depp was a vampire and no one cared about it. Like this, this was where he peaked, and then he started going back down in the public eye. Like he had Alice in Wonderland and stuff like that. I mean, that, they still but... Hot Topic still made a shitload off of merchandising that crap. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like um, quali- also... quality notwithstanding, like. <laughs> but also within the first minute of watching it, I realized that two times speed was a bad decision as I had to watch Johnny Depp basically do rap God as he was going through his opening lines. Because that's when the hole in the world is a great black pit and it's filled with people who are filled with shit. Now imagine that at two times speed. That, Full chipmunk. That sounds like an improvement to me. Because yeah, again, I like I was dragged to it against my will. I fucking hated it so much because it's just so oh it's trying so hard that's what i realized looking at it is like there is one person in this film who's doing exactly the right amount and her name is helena bonham carter she she, i think she had to have back surgery after this film because she carried it the whole fucking time because then you've got johnny who God bless Johnny Depp? He's done so much. You might, you, I don't know if you really want to say that on a podcast in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. Okay, God bless Johnny Depp for what he's done in film. Because uh, old Eddie Scissorhands, old Captain Jack Sparrow, he's done some good shit. He also got a tattoo of Winona Ryder's name, and then after they broke up adjusted it to just say wino forever so yeah probably don't god bless johnny depp but he is going for i feel like this is why it appealed to me as a young theater student because i could emulate what he was doing because he was going violently over the top in every single scene he's in he's got to make up for everything else that he can't do (laughs) like acting in this film (laughs) There's a line during the one really good song of the film, which is A Little Priest, which is a it's a very clever, well done musical theater song. This is the one song that I'll actively be like, that one works as they're just walking around and making goofs about all the people they're going to murder and turn into pies. And there is one line where um, they're talking about getting an actor made into a pie and Sweeney goes, ah, but it always arrives overdone. And then he proceeds to prove his point as he goes, I'll arrive again when you have judge on the menu. Johnny, <laughs> I feel like you're you're showing your point right now by just going so violently in it. I never I don't know why it never connected to me as a kid that he's so stab horny. Like, I, as a kid, I was like, ah, it's a, it's a revenge tale where he wants to kill Judge Turpin for uh, assaulting his wife, making her go insane and kill herself. Okay, I get that. No. I mean, yeah, he wants that. He also just wants to kill anybody. Like, any fucking opportunity you could get. Like, at one point, he wants to kill the boy that's simping for his daughter. He tries to kill the child. After giving the child a full bottle of gin, because they love gin in Sweeney Todd, which is something else I didn't realize. He he, he does just love murder. So, like, in, in regards to, like, the songs and whether or not they're good, like, people have also told me over the years, like, yeah, no, the movie's shit, but, like, 
you should like see the original musical. Like that's you know good. good. You're not you know you're not being fair to Sweeney Todd the musical. And it's like, oh, so you're saying I have to go do more work to to see <laughs> a thing that I already think I don't like. No, I've seen a few. <laughs> I've seen a few clips from the musical, and I'm just. And I did watch it when I was a Hot Topic emo bastard, and I feel like that is why I didn't enjoy it. Because the musical has none of the Tim Burton overtones. It's just like a cool chubby boy returns home and wants to kill some people and make some pies. That's it. <laughs> he just, he's, just, he's just a chill guy who loves murder. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a chill dude. Oh, oh my god. This is the greatest thing. If you want cringe upon cringe, did you know that Lin Manuel Miranda? Oh God! Oh, don't know. Re rewrote. Oh no, Alexander Hamilton to be about Sweeney Todd, what? and they performed it live. It's. The fucking best in the worst way. Ex- ex- as everyone's just like, explain. Demon Barbara Sweeney Todd. Oh, no. <laughs> Demon Barbara Sweeney Todd. Yeah, that. And that's coming from a guy who rewrote it to be Darius the Rumble Grouch. It's worse when it's about Sweeney Todd. Um, so we've gone through Helena, who's fucking priceless in this film. I love Helena Bonham Carter in this film because she's the only I'm not, one. I'm not over it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there's a million guys I haven't stabbed. Just you wait. <laughs> Let me see if I can work find the Hamilton Sweeney Todd lyrics because it's fucking so good, man. <laughs> The ship How is in the a... harbor now. See if you can spot him. He's the dude standing off in the corner talking to his knives. <laughs> Where is it? I know that line has to be in there. The ship's in London Harbor now. See if you can spot him. A young sailor named Anthony right beside him. His enemies destroyed his life. His vengeance turned him wrong. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> the next line is, we fucked with him. No. <laughs> How does a master's gore-filled, sumptuous score and a plot skimmed hot from a British novel involving a convict hopped up on conflict, washed up in London Harbor, grow up to be a bloody demon barber? (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Fuck you, Lynn! I'm trying to find the image of... Because Lynn is Sweeney Todd in this... Well, of course. Who the fuck else would he be? This is, oh, this is a very good image. I'm going to send it through Skype. Okay. It's fucking, what's the guy's, I I love him to death, but I've forgotten his name for some reason. The guy who plays the king in Hamilton. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Now I can't think of it either. Oh, Oh, uh, Jonathan Groff. There you go. It's Jonathan Groff with a big old pie on his head and fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda and emo-ass Sweetie Todd makeup! Oh, that's quite the picture. <laughs> I can't tell if like, how much of Jonathan Groff's face is, like, acting. Yeah. And how much is just like, I'm doing this for my friend, Lin. <laughs> <laughs> um, also... 
Alan Rickman. Yes. Ph- phenomenal actor. Great. One of the greatest of all R- time. R.I.P. R.I.P. to a real one. To a, to a real one. If you look at him and hear his voice and think, he belongs in a musical, you're a fucking insane man. You're a crazy man. <laughs> need, to, need to hear those angel pipes sing. <laughs> Turn to page 394, <laughs> Mr. Potter. There's don't a part you, he doesn't. Don't you want to hear this voice take flight? <laughs> there is a he does a duet with Sweeney and holy shit at one point he's not even singing nope. he's just like I'm here talking and then there's a lull and in the greatest moment of this entire fucking film Alan Rickman the music swells around him and he just goes and then Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, the murderous Londoner, just starts whistling, and they have a fun little whistle duet. Well, this is also this is the song about how they think women are just real pretty. Uh, I believe the song title is Pretty Women, yeah. so yes, you are correct there. <laughs> Boy, this film really does not pass the, uh, is it the Bechdel test? No. What's the test where this film actually isn't sexist? Because two, it's where two women have to have a conversation about something other than a man in that's, the film. That's the Bechdel test, yeah. Yeah, I, no, Sweeney Todd does not pass that at all. Because um, it's just all about terrible things happen to the women in my life, so I must avenge them. And Helena Bottom Carter is there just like... Hey, I'm here too. <laughs> somebody, somebody come fuck this. Somebody come somebody fuck come this. Somebody come fuck this. <laughs> somebody come fuck this. <laughs> she hot as fuck in this movie, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Helena Bottom Carter can get it in Sweeney Todd. She could. I mean, they make her look kind of, you know, syphilitic because it's like, oh, Tommy London, everybody go. It's so London, Tommy London. Everybody do the jig. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see us jigging. It's just for us. Um, it, it's just our own personal jig. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. I'm now looking back at my notes. Uh, opening of the film sucks. It is nothing but an inappropriately large amount of backstory, wherein Alan Rickman, in a horrid mask, sexually assaults a woman. Yep. Hey, t- hey, Tim. This how you want to start off your musical, Tim? Is this what you want, Tim? Because I feel like if they had leaned into the fact that this is a ridiculous concept, that it's a musical, what's about a boy that kills people, I feel like it probably would have done a little bit better. Like, they do lean into it at some point, like at the end of Epiphany, which was uh, angsty little Scotty's favorite song, because that's the one where Johnny Depp's just like, everyone deserves to die, they do, they do. (laughs) Actually, I just love murder. Yeah, at at the end of it, he's holding his razors to the sky while just being like, I'm full of joy! And then it just cuts back to Helena Bonham Carter in the fucking room staring at him like... (laughs) All right, love, how about we uh, fucking move on, please? That's Helena's role in this film is 
there's a lot. I'm going to try to fix this. <laughs> there's so much shit going on that I'm going to try to fix. We've got to keep the plot moving. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, another great line delivery from Alan Rickman is when there's a secondary plot line that even as a child I hated between Joanna, who, of course, is Sweeney Todd's <laughs> daughter. We have not mentioned her. <laughs> not mentioned Joanna once or the boy what simps for Joanna <laughs> that that plot line fucking sucks but it does give the best line which is when he sings a song about wanting to steal her away directly in front of the judge's house then acts surprised when the judge comes out and is like hey <laughs> fucking quit that that's my ward <laughs> And then fuck, Alan fuck, Rickman fucking, fucking quit it. <laughs> fucking stop. Alan Rickman takes the boy in and he goes, "You're a sailor. That must mean you're known in the ways of the world." Which essentially is old-time London for you fuck. I bet you fuck all around the world. But you've gotten your dick wet. <laughs> and then he le- he just stares at him and he goes, with the same, exact fucking same energy as Willy Wonka telling Charlie that he gets nothing and that he loses good day. He goes, you gandered at my ward. Yes, you did. You gandered. <laughs> gandered. Good day, sir. <laughs> I don't want to see you gandering around this city block anymore. Oh man, if he just did if he did this um movie just like in the same with the same fucking energy as uh that when he was um oh fuck the like sheriff from, from Die Hard. No, if, no, if no. Not that. not Hans Gruber. No, Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood. Oh yeah. Are you sure you wouldn't have preferred Greetings, Mr. Todd. Let me come in and get a shave from you. <laughs> no, no. But if you preferred I used a spoon? <laughs> <laughs> no, now we're getting into curry situation. Now that was, we... that drifted towards curry, but he's, there's a lot of Tim Curry energy in, in, in oh, the yeah. Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> um. Also, I love the fact that, I, like, in films like this where a character changes their name, there's a moment of inspiration of, that's my new name, it is. No, instead she's like, oh, you're Benjamin Barker. No! I'm Sweeney now. Sweeney Todd. And I'm real shocked that Helena wasn't instantly like, fucking why? <laughs> why is that your thing now? <laughs> Like, I understand he has to change his name so that way the judge isn't like, oh, fuck, the guy whose wife I assaulted is back. Uh, which never explained in the movie, by the way, how he's back. But he's back, baby. He's back and he's pissed, I guess. Um, uh, you know the thing about the blood, right? The thing about the blood? The blood in every single scene, because this is a very, this film is uh, unable to be heard because of how muted the colors are in this film. But old Timmy boy, old Tim boy still wanted that blood to be shown. So it is neon orange. <laughs> when they filmed it, it was neon orange. So when they hit, <laughs> they, when they hit control desaturate negative ninety, <laughs> it would have, it would still look like actual blood. That must have been 
fucking hilarious when they were filming. Oh, yeah. Uh, also hilarious was the fun little scene where he built his fancy chair, what deposits dead people into a furnace. <laughs> Where it's just a full-on Sailor Moon transformation of this fucking chair. God. We still haven't mentioned the the uh, the most important character. The most important character in this entire fucking film. Because Isaborath, yes, very nice. Give you a shave. Get, give your hair back. Very good. I give you a nice shave. My name is Borat. <laughs> and I know everyone at home is going to be like, hey, Sasha Baron Cohen has done a lot, much like Johnny Depp, and he deserves the respect of God. And also, he doesn't, you know, beat people. <laughs> but you need to remember, this film came out less than a year after Borat. Yep. So it was fresh in people's heads, meaning that as he came out and was like, bibbidi bobbidi boo, I'll do the shivity fast, it's me. We all just went, ah, oh, fuck you, you're Borat. We know who the fuck you are. And he can sing. Oh, yeah. yeah like he, 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 They let him be in multiple musicals. Uh, well, for me, he in this film has big Jeffy Dean Morgan being told to do a fun Southern accent energy, which is, <laughs> I'm just do a silly voice and have a lot of fun on the set. That's Sasha Baron Cohen in this film is, I don't give a fuck. I'm here to do a fun accent. It is, He's now he, wavering he towards only, Jamaican. He is the only one having fun in the movie. He really is. I don't think I've seen, even when Johnny Depp gets down on his knees and screams, I'm full of joy, massive grimace on his face, absolutely furious. Like, he was the only one who I guess was, like, out sick or something the day that Tim Burton told everyone, like, hey, to guys, be sad. hey guys, no one's having fun on this musical. And the existence of his character is fucking insane to me because a he does serve as like a foil to Sweeney Todd kind of I never thought I would say Borat serves as the foil to Sweeney Todd and hit Tim Burton musical but he does because Sweeney is like I had an old life and this is my new one that's what fucking Borat's like he's like I used to be a Borat and now I'm Italian man <laughs> but it's so it makes sense for him to be there. You get a foil to Sweeney. But the fact that for Sweeney Todd to get business to his barber shop, he decides to go out on the streets, search out the biggest dog in the shaving yard, and challenge him to a shave fight is fucking buck wild. Also, just that that collection of words in that order makes me so fucking angry. <laughs> Mrs. Lovett, how are we gonna do this? How am I gonna get great Judge Turpin here so I can slice his throat? All right, L hear me out. Why don't, why don't bit... you just go to his house and fucking kill him? Just, just go, no, just go no. to his house and stab him, and then we could go, we could go do sex. I please do sex with me, Sweeney. Sweeney, just I'm busy. Sweeney, I will go to I will go to his house right fucking now, and I will slit <laughs> his goddamn throat myself if you will sex me. Oh no, I've got a better idea. 
there's an Italian Borat downtown. It's him. I'm gonna go out shave him in a battle, and then everyone will want to come get shaved by me. Is the judge there? Is the judge gonna see this? Oh, probably not. It's gonna be a few until the judge gets involved. It's this is a multi-level plan here, Mrs. Lovett. It's what you would call an MLM, Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-level Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just stares at her going, <laughs> I don't think you're okay, Mr. Todd. <laughs> what was your first clue? <laughs> Uh, so back to Sasha Baron Cohen. He has some great lines as he just bibbity bobbity borats through this whole <laughs> fucking role, including telling people that he shaves the Pope and Sweeney revealing that he sells piss to people. <laughs> he just sells people piss to put in their hair. I shave, I shave the Pope. I shave the Pope. <laughs> and if you didn't get it, he redirects a few lines later. You might think it's a cardinal, but no, nope. it wasn't a pop. <laughs> just gets it. I just and I I do love. There's now a meme going around uh, where it just takes clips from Sweeney Todd, but puts D and D as the title. It's when you fail an intelligence check on a potion, and it's the clip of Sweeney going, "What is this? This is piss." <laughs> So Tim, uh, let me go through my notes if I've if we've missed anything. Oh fuck, that's right. The fact that Borat got to speak in it. I love how we're not calling him Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> it is a, it's a Borat. <laughs> one day he we'll do. One day we'll do uh, Les Mis and we'll call him French Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, <laughs> Les Mers. Master um, of the house. Yes, me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> master of the house, master of the house, king of the castle. <laughs> but he goes afterwards, he goes to Sweeney's. I was about to call it his laboratory, and I know that's not correct. No. <laughs> he goes to Sweeney's shave chambers, and <laughs> he he reveals to Sweeney the dark secret the whole time that he's been British all along and he's known Sweeney since he was Benjamin Barker. Here's the ridiculous thing. Sasha Baron Cohen has a British accent. Yes. That's, that is his normal speaking voice, which is fucking crazy. But, but it wasn't. Because I know, because he's, he's got a smoother accent. Oh yeah, that's true. He, his actual accent's like kind of posh. He goes so Jason Statham on it. He goes full Statham's as he's just like, <laughs> I'll remember you, Benjamin Barker. You see, oh, you see, Mr. Todd, there's a multiverse. And in one of those multiverses, your name was Benjamin Barker. And you had a beautiful wife and kids. Hey! Hey! In another universe, you you fuck Mrs. Lovett. Hey! I never. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else we're missing. I love the fact that we're not talking about the twist where Sweeney's wife was alive all along. Oh yeah, and then he she's he just crazy. kills her because fuck it. Yeah, she's like a, a a poor crazy old lady because. This because this film could not have another female character in it. 
And also because it, it, just, it just fucking sucks. Yeah. Your wife is alive, but she's crazy as fuck but right now. She, 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 just got, she got on assaulted, and so she went insane and now lives in the streets. Yeah. And then dies. Yay. <laughs> Do any characters make it out? Uh, only one, right? And it's the alcoholic child that drinks a lot of gin. Yeah, because I guess Stephen, even, even well, don't Joanna and what's his face? Do they? I, I'll be honest. Like you I said, you watched I, uh, it. I fucking didn't. I only got an hour and eleven minutes. I mean, I could watch the rest. I can just crank it up right now at two times speed. <laughs> oh no, he's singing "I Feel You, Joanna" again. Uh... Oh Jesus H Christ! I I made a mistake. I was just fast forwarding through it. I just saw a dude get his throat slit. Fuck! Stop it. <laughs> I feel you, Joanna. I did listen to a, a lot of the fucking songs in lieu of, of rewatching this piece of shit. I hate that kid. I don't know what it is about. I think it's because he's got that, um, I look either 12 years old or 57. Those, that that bothers you. you, you you've brought that up a couple times. <laughs> it's just, I, well, also because... He's taking away from my Sweeney time, and that's what upsets me more than anything. You don't take my Sweeney time away to sing out, sing about how horny you fucking are. <laughs> I also love how heavy-handed it is in establishing that Judge Turpin's a bad guy, because in one of the first scenes you see him, he ch he sentences a 12-year-old to death by hanging, <laughs> as if the film was like, If you didn't know, love, that's a bad guy. And you see what he just did that child, look at him. Because I've been so heavily typecast as such a nice man. I am a bad, bad boy. I pirated Sweeney Todd before I was old enough to see it in theaters. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's pretentious as fuck. The one thing I really realized is how, and I guess it's because I was watching it at two times speed, so it allowed me to, it really highlighted how pre-recorded this shit was. Because I know, like, the, a lot of films will pre-record, but now it's, people are doing it on set, which helps a lot. But this one, it is like a full-on RuPaul lip-sync for your life through this whole thing. <laughs> and Johnny Depp does not succeed about half of the time. Well, Johnny Depp wasn't too far out from uh, hitting that phase where he doesn't even bother to, like, learn his lines. They just put that earpiece in him and he just repeats what was he's that told. Johnny? Was that Johnny or was that um, that's uh, Robert Downey Jr.? That's John. That's old Johnny. That's John. Yeah, that's uh, hey John. That's John. His name is uh, name of John. Yeah, they 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 stick yeah, they, my name is John. They stick an earpiece yeah. in there and he just does what they tell him. They, they, I, they, uh, they, Hagablock, those aren't words. Um, like it, if he was still getting work, I, I feel like it would have been, um, only a matter of time until he had like a go fuck yourself, San Diego moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking, I'm on Johnny Depp's Wikipedia page, and his career is broke up into four categories. Early roles in 21 Trump Street, independent films and first collabs with Tim Burton, Pirates of the Caribbean, commercial and critical success, and then 2012 to 2021 is just labeled as career setbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Where it all went wrong. 
Where I kind of want to do that real quick. Where did Johnny Depp stop being cool? And I think it may be here. I think it may be Sweeney Todd. No, 2007. Um, he still had he still had cultural cachet. This movie he's was still, a success, he, I think, even though it was dog shit. We had Public Enemies, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, where he was just there replacing... Um, Heath Ledger. The Joker. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Okay, I think Alice in Wonderland probably put him up there. But I, th- I don't think he ever re- reached the same level. Oh, God, I forgot that he played Donald Trump. What? So, um... Uh, what the fuck's the name of that company? Funny or Die made The Art of the Deal, the movie, and they cast Jonathan Depp as Donald Trump. It's very fucking good. Yeah, I don't see anything like that really has struck me out as like, oh, yes, this is Johnny Depp's return to form. Because uh, he, he was Jack Sparrow a lot more. He was old ding dang crimes of bimble bum. For the Harry Potter series, and he was the big bad wolf in, into the woods. The crimes of Pimple Popper. <laughs> yeah, I think this was it, because before this, Johnny Depp ripped ass. You had Ed Wood, Fear and Loathing, uh, Biddy and June, Scissor Hands, Cry Baby, a better musical with Johnny Depp in it. And you know why it's better? They didn't allow him to sing. Uh, yeah, this was it. Weird. This week we covered the death of the slow descent of Johnny Depp. <laughs> but now it's time to get into our fun fictions. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess we don't have much choice. And you know what I've done. Yeah, well, I have a good guess. You know where I've returned to. That's right, baby. You're, you're, it's the next. <laughs> it's it's that well you've been itching about. It's that way. <laughs> Uh, because it's now the next step in our, uh, fucking musical based on Money Plane. Uh, and I realized I've been kind of just sitting in the Money Plane well of it's funny to make a song about Money Plane. But I, you can't, it, every song in Sweeney Todd ain't about, oh, I'm Sweeney Todd and I like to kill. There's some about bacon pies. There's one long, annoying one about birds that I fucking hate. <laughs> And so now I'm actually having to sit back and think about the Money Plane musical and having to craft things around it. (laughs) So I think the first one we came out with, which, of course, was Darius the Rumble Grouch, is your open. It's your uh, beginning of um, not Adam and Eve, Romeo and Juliet. This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to learn through the process of this musical. Your lovers in fair Verona. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Lovers in fair money play. <laughs> Where we make our scene. Yeah. <laughs> Where we make our play. <laughs> and then we go to basically crash lights and then we cut straight into the song from Beetlejuice where it's explaining that Edge got arrested and then he meets Darius the Rumble Grouch who feeds him his bail and says I'ma put you on a money plane you know the whole money plane thing and I don't know if you remember what happens next in money plane but it is when he meets a special friend he meets a special friend after so of course in the musical edge is going to say goodnight to his kids right before he boards the money plane Wait, is his, his special friend uh 
fucking uh, Thomas Jane. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Jane. So this is a scene where he meets Thomas Jane's character, or not meets him, but he goes over to his house, and Thomas Jane shows him a few of his favorite things. Oh, God. Oh, boy. These are my drones. <laughs> See how they hover. See this one fly. How he soars through the night. My drone, my faithful drone. Oh, Christ. I didn't even know what to expect. It was not this. Come now, my drone. Breathe. Discover. This gun, duct tape, you'll become all the rage on the field. Like me, my drone, well, I've come home to find you floating. And we'll shoot bad guys. <laughs> Won't we? At this point, Edge comes up you behind him. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Come, let's This one's brand new, Mr. Grimm. In your sights, Ooh, Mr. Grimm, they will die by your hands. My drone. Need to calm down, my bootleg Rest now, my drone. Please calm down now, Soon Mr. Unleash you. Put the tape down, Soon Mr. <laughs> Violence you never have dreamed all your days. Get to listen to Scotty and Stereo. My lucky drone. Tip down your job. They don't need a gun horse. Bad guy. Oh god, there's a whole minute left. Oh, it's okay. This is the this is the epic conclusion. Leave me. <laughs> uh alright, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, I'm out. You have fun with your drones or whatever. I lost <laughs> My drone is complete again. Fucking hell. So that's what I did. Uh, he goes and hangs out with Thomas Jane, who just is a fucking psychopath for drones. He's just he's just real here. I, got, I should probably get back to the microphone. <laughs> he's just real horny for them drones. 
He really is. I actually like to think in the when we eventually actually do perform this musical, we'll have like five drones that do choreography above him as he does this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or or I we feel- will have uh, ballet like dancers in drone holding- costumes. Or or the uh, they're like in all black and they're holding the drones and then they're making the drones do phenomenal things. So that way we don't have to actually know how to fly five fucking drones at once. Yeah, yeah, that might be that might be more feasible. I've realized this before and I don't know why I didn't think about it this time, but duetting with yourself sucks because I just hit the same note both times. (laughs) So it just kind of forms this resonance that just eats away. Yes. These are these are the problems. Yeah, that was the issue with my three minute song about duct taping a gun to a drone. Yep. Was was the weird resonance between the two duets of myself. Yep. That was the issue. I mean, it's not my best work because I mean, compared to the now we're reaching the point in the musical where you can have some stankers in there. We got them real high with those first two. Now we got to bring them back down. And then the next time we'll have like a villainous song, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I need so I need angry. you to understand. I intend fully, once this show fully pops off, to perform a full Money Plane musical. I don't know how or where, but we will perform Money Plane the musical. And that's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Full cast, baby. There's only one person cast right now, and it's definitely me as Darius the Rumble Grouch. Unless we can get Frasier for it. (laughs) All right. Well, that's what I did to old Swimby Tobs. Swimbletob. That's what I did to the Borat get the neck slice. Very good. What did you do this week? Well, I mean, like, here's the thing. I knew... (laughs) Hey, Sweeney, I'm going to give you the closest shave you ever known. Not. <laughs> Get fucked. Um, so, like, here's the thing. It's me, like, like, I fear you. And what you. Joanna, <laughs> I fear you. I fear you. On the best of days. <laughs> when I know it's a when it's a musical, I know exactly what you're going to fucking do. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. One day we're going to do something that has like a small song in the middle of it and it won't fucking matter. I will take that song out and just shock you with it. Just like, "Oh fuck, damn it." Um and so I'm jump scare the musical. Oh god. Uh and so it's like, well, yeah, what 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 am I supposed to do? Like, I can't sing worth a we as, as we've learned. I can't <laughs> sing worth a good goddamn. So like, I I I can't compete here. It's it's deeply unfair. So I just you know um, I I I struggle. I'm I'm at a loss every time when when I know there's going to be music involved. 
You're you're putting so much mustard on this. I'm fucking terrified of what's coming. I am absolutely terrified of what's coming next with all all the condiments you're putting on top of this hot dog before it's served to me. See, I'm what I'm actually doing is I'm stalling because <laughs> I had plenty of time where I could have done the smart thing like what you did and pre-recorded this, but I didn't. So <gasps> I have to do it live and you I did only did I only did it once. So it's going to sound like shit. I mean, if you want, I'll cut this out. If you want to do it on your own and then I'll get edit it later, like after this, you have to perform for me now. <laughs> but... You have to perform for me. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a it's a real problem, Scotty. Oh no. Ooh, Scotty Moore, I'm so angry. I could punch your throat. I really could. You know what I'd like to do, Scotty Moore? What I dream. If the podcast is as good, what I really wish I could. Here's how it would go. Don't you want to know? Of course. Do you really want to know? Yes, I do. Just don't sing, Scotty Moore. That's the thing I covet. Just don't sing, Scotty Moore. Oh, you know I'd love it. I know that I can't mix or produce or sing, but hey, just once I'd like to try to sing anything you say. Wouldn't that be smashing? Think how nice it'll be. Take a little breather from dominating musically. You overachiever. Look, I know that it may sound a bit cliche, but the rumor we're recording every two. Secret I'm keeping. Can I see? Well, no, but in my heart I'm weeping. And I could live my dream if I once you don't sing. Or the cat keeps screaming. You know, either. It'll be so quiet. Maybe you should try it. ASMR fanfic. Ooh. Shouldn't try it though, cause we still might get sued. After all that happened with the last time, princesses and frogs, and never mind. I know that I sputter, lose track and stutter, but still I am asking of you. self-restraint this one song don't go hard in the paint but you will anyway probably nobody playing well we did it we've we fixed kind of <laughs> We fixed money plane, technically. We fixed money plane and fixed this podcast, I guess. I I sing but, I sing a song that was mean about how you sing better and it make it makes me upset. Yeah, I know, and the worst part is since I'm post processing it, I'm gonna be singing in it. <laughs> Just kicking your ass. Yeah, well. No, on I, I think this may have been my worst performance, and it may have been because of the COVID vaccine. <laughs> scene and and also me having to sing alongside myself uh but next week it's that it's the most wonderful time of the month it's our special guest episode 
And next week, we are going to be joined by Will Farr of the Radish Podcast on the Indiesaurus Network. And God bless that stupid, stupid, Macklemore-looking man. (laughs) Because I asked, what do you want to talk about? And in reply, they said, well, Frazier. And I went, no, 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 <laughs> you don't understand. We're doing a money plane thing this week, so we can't do Frasier. We could have oh, okay. very easily done Frasier. That's, that's a you Maybe I hear the plane a calling, <laughs> toss money and old Bitcoin. <laughs> uh and then they said, well, He-Man? And I said, no, I don't. I'd much rather do fucking She-Ra and all that than He-Man. But Frank, uh, Frank not- Langella was He-Man in the in the live action movie. And Dolph Lundgren was, was He-Man. And he didn't speak English yet. So I think he learned his lines like phonetically. He Johnny Depped it. <laughs> he just put the lines into his ear. Yeah. Uh, but then after those two denials... I did land on something, which may have proved to be a bad thing, because I was like, it's an anime. Meg, that weeb should know about this anime. (laughs) They like weeb shit. (laughs) You like weeb shit, right? (laughs) In fact, after I had already said, yeah, we're going to do this one, I went to you and said, you like weeb shit? How do you feel about this? (laughs) And I said, "Uh, I remember like the really bad four kids dub opening. Yeah, because next week we're not we're going to have to cut things down. We've been doing one thing or two things, three things, four things, but only one next week. Only one piece. That's that was some that was some weak shit. (laughs) Wow. It's me boring. Let's bring it back to the comedy. I don't know why he's turning into Dracula. <laughs> I I think after Shobs Sh- Shobs Cobs, the fun fun fiction presents Shobs Cobs and Mortal Kombat. You just you can't do voices anymore. You're broken. You've br- <laughs> yeah 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 no. All all you can do now apparently is is Dracula, Jason Stakeums, and uh, um, Kano. I will say- <laughs> I did get a, there was a lovely tweet, I I can't remember who it was from, where they just said, fucking good stay comes up in person, and I was like, thank you, (laughs) thank you for complimenting my stay comes. (laughs) Damn good stay comes. Good stay, listen to fun fiction. Oh, yeah, it was uh, George Diaz on Twitter. Also, homie, great stay of impression. (laughs) All right, but until next week when we talk about not four pieces, not three, not two, but one yeah, piece. We're, we're just going to double down on that, huh? Got double down on the one pieces. Where could people find you on the Emperor Bet? They can find me <laughs> in a hole in the world in a great black pit and it's filled with people who are filled with shit. Yes, also known as Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at meg underscore danger um where i are you about to sneeze or are you doing a yawn i did a yawn it's okay that was quite a face uh where i i tweet about uh, lately about about how how very hot mary elizabeth winston winston oh yeah oh god 
God damn, I don't know what the new movie is, or she's like an assassin or something, but it's it's my sexuality, it's my it's my gender potentially. It's just it's everything. It's all the it's all the thing. It's my kink. So follow me on Twitter if you're into seeing some of that. And 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 also I, I do I do some podcasts. Most of them are with you. <laughs> I've infected your life. We we can talk about them, I guess. What? What podcast do we do? I don't... I'm now reverting. I'm trying to go back to before this. No. So perhaps my accent powers will come back. No, it's it's too late now. We, 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 do, we do that other podcast called The Weird. As, as actual play slash audio drama, where we, pl- we play a good game that, that we made. That's how you know it's real quality. With 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 a third person who hates us both, <laughs> because they they have to be the 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 G, the GM person. Um, the the weird. It's like God. What is it? You you've got it down to a fucking science now. It's like the X Files oh. but worse, Twin Peaks but better, and Gravity Falls but pretty much the same. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, and you. That's that's it. Every everywhere podcasts and join the weird dot com. Yep, the fourth chapter of episode one, because we divide our episodes up into chapters and then release them bi-weekly because we like to be confusing, uh, (laughs) is is out this week. And let me put it this way. What we've released now is good. Y'all ain't fucking ready. You're not fucking ready for where this show goes. And I'm so proud to be a part of it. Holy shit. Join the weird uh, on Twitter at join the weird. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And you can check out all my other podcasts from the mini adventures of Sammy Magic to a load of BS to JWF Monday Night Ignition. It's pro wrestling, but without the visuals. You know how pro the main thing you watch pro wrestling for. That's gone. And instead, it's just the storytelling. And you can find all of that at a load of purebs.card.co because I'm not paying for a domain anymore. Fuck that. Thank you to Best Day, who makes the, the music where you're that makes you be like, hey, it's podcast time, baby. And then be like, oh. It's no longer podcast time, baby. And if you enjoy hearing that, the music, not me saying those words, then you can hear more of that at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by going on Spotify or Apple Music and searching best day. Should we tell people to go cyber bully them on oh, Twitch? Oh, yeah, we should. Okay, and if you want to if you want to see Best Day's face and also cyber bully them, <laughs> you can cyber bully him in real time, uh, you can catch him streaming on Twitch under, uh, Jesus, fuck, what's his Twitch streamer? It's Mar- Marinara underscore Inferno, I think. Is it Inferno no, or Inferno? No, it's definitely Inferno with an M. <laughs> Absolutely the fucking worst. And remember to support us at patreon.com slash load of BS or just join the fucking armada because every day now I'm getting either tweets or discord messages 
of motherfuckers rocking the worst thing I have ever created. <laughs> that Baby Yoda Hawk Babadook monstrosity. Meg's got it. Charles from The Weird has it. Who fucking posted it? Oh, one of our patrons got it as well and put that on our page or on our, on our Discord earlier today. Oh, hell yeah. It's fucking insane how many people have gotten this shirt. <laughs> and you can get it too at merch.aloadofpureBS.com. Hurry. <laughs> Before Mickey gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and to finish things off, I've got just one thing to say. <laughs> You're turning into fucking blue. <laughs> Judge Skidoo, we can't do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>